Hi, readers. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah. And we are bookish like that. Okay, so we're all over the place this week. Mm -hmm. No one did anything they were supposed to do. No. No. (laughs) I don't know why. It's been a while. Yeah, I know. We're in a mood. Uh, So I am a mood reader. 1,000%. Yeah, but like happy. Yes. Isn't that weird? It is weird. You would think you'd want to read more when you're depressed. To get away. Yeah. But I don't. But I don't really either. And I don't know why it's been so hard because like the weather's been great. Everything looks so pretty, but it's been so hard. And usually that's when I feel better. (laughs) Me too. And it's not, I read everything we were supposed to read. I just did zero notes. Yeah. So here we are again, the next couple episodes. Once again, no one has notes, so it's going to be all over the place, but tis the life we live. We're just going to wing it. Okay. So this week, I'm surprising you with the book. Okay. And it's called Shatter Me. Okay. Now, the thing with this book is I knew nothing about it. I went in totally blind. How'd you find it? Okay. on I'm not on TikTok. Okay. But on Instagram, sometimes you see TikToks. Yeah. So like on BookTok, mm-hmm. there is this thing like, you know, book boyfriends. Okay. A, the guy in this book is on Every single one of them's like top three book boyfriends. Okay. I'll have to look for that now. I'll probably see it now that we're uh-huh. talking, talking about, about it. Because they're listening. They yeah. are listening. <laughs> they are. <laughs> so um, he is on everyone's like top three book boyfriends. And yeah. I was like, what is this about? And so, you know, like, you know, the normal ones, like, you know, Cass is going to be there from Blood and Ash. You know, mm-hmm. Reese is going to, all the Bat Boys are going to be there for the mass. But I've never heard of this guy. But I see his name all the time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I'll just read the book and see what's happening. Don't get it yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand it yet, but it is the first book. So maybe as they go on. The same characters in the other books? You know how usually each book in a series is Yes, it is people? him. It is him. Oh, okay. So I thought that too at first. I was like, no, this can't be the guy that everyone's talking about. Because sometimes like that guy doesn't come in until book three. Yeah. No, it's him. Okay. I just don't. He's the bad guy right now. He clearly redeems himself at some point because he's the love interest, I guess. He's too bad right now to lie? He's... Not necessarily too bad. I just, he's, I, let me explain the book. Okay. And then I'll tell you afterwards how I feel about it. It's just odd though. Okay. So it's called Shatter Me. And how it starts out is this girl, her name is Juliet. She's our main lady. She is in a prison and apparently there's no lights in this prison. No one talks to you. You hear screaming of people being tortured every once in a while, but you don't speak to anyone. She's been in there for almost a year. She has this journal that she's allowed to, well, actually she's not allowed to write in it. She's writing in this journal, but apparently books and pens and writing and anything that would bring joy to you is banned. What is this? What world are we in? Okay. So that's another thing I was going to say. This, to me, is dystopian. I don't know if it's necessarily sci-fi or... It's not fantasy. Like, there's no dragons or elves. So maybe, yeah, more sci-fi, but... But I haven't read enough sci-fi to know. But it's not our normal world. No, it's like the U.S. There's skyscrapers, there's stuff, but it's dystopian. Okay. So it's like after, like, the world collapses, kind of, and then they build it back up. So it's dystopian something and dark apparently yeah yes horrible well so she's in this 
prison, right? Mm -hmm. Hasn't spoken to anyone. She has this little sliver of a window and every once in a while she can kind of see out of there and like, it's a good day if she sees like a bird fly by, but animals and things like that aren't around anymore. So there's nothing. There's no vegetables. There's no plants. There's no animals. The only thing that exists is what the government grows and gives you. What kind of hell is this? It's not great. It's not great. So she's in this prison. She's been alone for almost a year. I think it ends up being like 264 days. So very close. She one day wakes up and there's a man in her cell another prisoner and she doesn't speak to him because she's kind of afraid and whatnot. And he thinks that she is crazy because she's not talking or anything. Well, she finally says something to him. He's like, I think that you're afraid of me. And she was like, I think you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as they're in prison together, finally her cell door opens, but it's still completely black. And he's like, it's time to escape. And she does this, like puts her finger to her lips and says, shh. Because she doesn't want anyone to know that she's out of her cell because you're in there with other people that have lost their minds because they've been in darkness Mm -hmm. and haven't talked to people for however long. But she knows that you can't escape. What she does, though, is takes them to the shower. They're doing it in complete darkness. She gets on her hands and knees and pats around on the ground until she finds teeny tiny slivers of soap. She's like, wash and then back to your cell. And that's it. So that's what they do. One day, though, finally, they leave. And they come. you come to find out that he isn't a prisoner. He was a guard in the military sent to her cell to kind of scope her out. And why he was sent there is she has something wrong with her, I don't know, genetics maybe, where if she touches you, you go in agony. Oh. And sometimes if she touches you for too long, you die. And that's why she's in the prison. Because she has, her parents didn't Mm. want her anymore because you can't touch her and she's dangerous. So they put her there. So she's an outcast for society. However, this guy can touch her. Something about her and something is also genetically with him Hmm. that when she touches him, nothing happens. So she, of course, is like all about that. Because she doesn't have that much in life. No, and like she hasn't been touched in like eight years or something like that because she's scared. Well, there's this guy, and the guy, the prisoner's name was Adam, that was the secret guard. Okay. The guy that sent Adam to do the scoping, his name is Aaron Warner. Aaron Warner is the book boyfriend that everyone talks about. However, okay, so not Adam? No. But in this book, it's Adam. She's with Adam. Oh, okay. But Aaron Warner is the book boyfriend. Kind of like, okay, I'm not gonna say it. But. <laughs> kind of like that, yes. Yeah. However, as the book goes on, I'm only in book one. I do not get Aaron. I don't get Adam either, but I don't get Aaron. So Aaron is obsessed with her. Aaron Warner. He's been researching her. He's been looking to all her files. He is in charge of a legion in the army. And he thinks she can be used as a weapon. But more than that, and you don't know this until the very end, he is kind of into her because mm-hmm. he's been researching and he's been watching her on the security camera for all this time. He's obsessed with her. Obsessed. Like creepily so, yeah. which is why I can't get into him right now. 
But more than that, he's also trying to convince her to be into him. So like he takes her from this prison, dresses her up, gives her her room, but she's not ever allowed to be alone because she still is kind of a prisoner, just not in the prison. Yeah. And because she's a weapon. She, if you know, she touches you, she dies. Now, Aaron is in charge of the lesion, right? So as life goes, she's like getting into flow. They go on walks. He commands her have dinner. Well, one day he, I guess, is trying to show her like that he is, is like a power play. But I don't know what he wanted to prove in this point. You know, like maybe don't fuck with me or I'll kill you. Is what he's trying to prove. But if you're obsessed with a girl and you want her to like be with you, maybe that's not what you do. (laughs) Yeah. It's not very romantic. No. (laughs) So he lines everyone up for like a, you know, briefing or whatever and outside and remind, like, remember that everything is a desert. There's nothing. So they're outside. He comes, they do like their salute to him and then get on one knee. He calls one guy out of all the lesion and he's like you're i found out that you've been stealing from the pantry and that's not allowed you're allowed so much a month you've been stealing from the pantry and before the guy can say anything he shoots him in between the eyes oh gosh and so she doesn't react kindly to that obviously who would yeah and so she's like blech gross well as all this is going on her in Adam, the guy that was in the cell with her at the very beginning, are chit-chatting because he's in charge of standing outside of her door. Well, he tells her, in your room, there are cameras everywhere. The only place that there's not cameras is the bathroom. Shh, don't tell them I told you. Yeah. And then that notebook that she had in the prison cell, he stole and stashed it in the bathroom so she could still have it because writing and pens and whatnot is illegal. So he did that for her. So then you're like, okay, like, why isn't Adam the book boyfriend? Because, like, that he risked it, you know. We don't know yet because I have only read book one. But he's not. Okay. Well, Adam, so the book one is actually only half. And then the other half is Aaron's point of view. So this is going to go really quick. And then I'm jumping to Aaron's point of view. So Adam and, and I'm also trying not to give too much away. Mm Mm-hmm. Adam and Juliet make this plan that they're going to get out of here somehow and they're going to run away together. She so seems, this other guy, Aaron, is part of like the government? Yes. Okay. Like in charge of an army. His dad is way up there in the ranks. Okay. Um, his dad, we find out, is a real dick, which is why Aaron's kind of uptight. But we'll get there. So... Adam, and I hate that their names are Adam and Aaron. Yeah, it gets confusing. Yes. Those kind of names do to me, too. Yes. They're, like, spelled somewhat similar. That's the same name to me in, in the my whole head. Time, and, like, now <laughs> that I'm telling you this, I'm like, no, Adam, this guy. Yeah. So I hate that, but I didn't write it. Books do that a lot. <laughs> yes, Where I the know. names are, like, the same. And they're, and two, they're like, not what? very, they're very different characters. So you know, but, like, telling somebody is kind of confusing. Yeah. So... They make a plan to escape. And I'm not going to tell you how they do it or whatnot, but they end up in the skirmish of trying to get away. Aaron, the bad, the general, touches Juliet's leg and nothing happens to him. 
Oh, man. So that was Juliet's saving grace, is the whole time she was like, you can't be with me. If you touch me, you'll die. You can't be with me. If you touch me, you'll die. Yeah. But now he touched her and nothing happened to him. Mm. But she is, they're escaping. So she's hoping that maybe. Where are they going to go? So let me tell you. Aaron has a little brother who lives in, I think they call them the communities. And they're like little blocks where people can live. He is going to hide out at his little brother's place for a little while. And then they're going to go somewhere else. They don't not, don't really know yet, but that's where they're going to go. And they're going to take the little brother with him because they know Aaron will get the little brother first. Like it's only a matter of time before Aaron finds out that Adam has a little brother. Yeah. So that's the plan is that everyone's yeah, going to go. I don't like that. I always hate when we... In- Involve siblings because yeah. then it's like, oh no. But everyone's That's gonna not go. gonna go well. So while they so they escape and they're in the little brother's place, right? And when they're there, another guy comes up and I hold on one second. I'm not one hundred percent sure this is how you say his name. His name is Kenji. He's Adam's buddy in the military. Okay. But he is also escaped. With them? Or because, just, uh, no, escaped be? because he was Adam's friend. And so then they went to him to like get answers. Oh, he was escaped before? No. Oh, sorry. Adam is his friend. Mm-hmm. So when Adam went missing, they got Kenji to like ask him questions. Oh, okay. And he figured it wasn't going to go well. So he booked it out of there. Okay. And hid some place until everyone went to sleep and then ran and just happened to bang on the right door okay you know and so he says i know a place where we can go where no one will find us and so as he's taken them there um like they're getting ready to go they're gonna they're gonna leave aaron yeah the military guy the 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 bad guy main bad guy yeah finds where they're at and oh, he's there geez. to get... He doesn't necessarily care about anything other than getting Juliet back. But, of okay. course, Juliet doesn't want to go back because you're kind of holding her prisoner. She's not in the but cell anymore. But doesn't he kind of own her in a way? Yes. Yeah. Like, he's... And you get the... When it's his point of view, you're like, man, you went about that all kinds of wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but for right now, you don't want him to have her. You're yeah. rooting for Adam. So, he... Is of course so like gunfire breaks out, they're all running. Adam gets shot. Juliet goes to find him. What she finds when she's there though is Aaron, and Aaron c- captures her. Juliet is smart and plays into Aaron wanting her. But what scares her the most is when he catches her, he puts his hand over her mouth and it's his bare hand. So you know how I said when she escaped, she felt him touch her leg, but she's hoping he didn't notice? Yeah. He noticed. He noticed, yeah, because he didn't need use, to cover up. Use the glove. And up until this point, he's only ever touched her with a glove, gloves yeah. on and whatnot. But he's like, you notice that I don't have anything between us? And so then he pulls her into a dark room, and he is talking to her. She says, I'm going to play into this and start. So wait, wait, wait. Is Adam dead? She doesn't know. We don't know yet. Okay. He is shot. There's, she's found blood everywhere. So like, it's not looking great for Adam. And also she knows that Aaron's not going to leave him alive. 
She doesn't know if he's already killed him, but she knows that he's going to die very, very soon. Yeah. If she doesn't find him first, if he's not already dead. Because he was shot. Yeah. Um, so she plays into it like, oh, I'm so glad you found me. And I didn't really want to leave, but I didn't know what to do. And yeah. like starts kissing yeah. him and whatnot. He was a little bit hesitant at first, but then he lets his guard down enough to where when she and she kisses him long enough to when she wraps her arms around like the inside of his jacket, he thinks, oh, she's bringing me closer. What she really does is grabs his gun. And before he can say, don't, she shoots him in the chest. Oh. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's wrong. She shoots him in the shoulder. So it doesn't kill him. She doesn't stick around to find out. Yeah. She just shot, shoots him and Everybody's been shot. It's all. (laughs) (laughs) So she ends up finding Adam. Mm -hmm. He is hanging hanging not but not hanging like around the neck like they haven't strung up waiting for Aaron to show up to finish the job okay because Aaron wanted to do it himself apparently mm-hmm. I don't know you remember if she touches you you're you fall down in agony yeah so she just touches these guys they fall down she ends up getting Aaron or Adam off of the hook he can touch her already nothing happens to him she drags him away to safety Kenji is like put him in the car I know what to do. Okay. He takes them to this place that is apparently full of rebels. Rebels are in like air quotes. Yeah. Um, in this place are a whole lot of genetically modified people like her. Okay. So she touches people and you fall down. However, other people in this place, like some people control moods, some people can heal you, some people can control mist. I mean, there's all sorts of things. That, yeah, so it's pretty sci-fi. Yes. Yeah. And so she is like, oh, wow, I'm not alone. Wow. And they're like, you can't tell anyone we're here. They'll use us. Yeah. And then it cuts. That's basically all that happens I'm going to tell you about right there. Okay. So then it cuts to Aaron's point of view. Aaron starts off his he's in agony he wakes up his shoulders torn to hell but the somebody heals him but then it's like his point of view so you're starting to see like he was obsessed with Juliet like he followed her he watched her on the thing there was one part where and it did start off with like oh I think I could use her in war because she can you know like there's something about her but then as he was watching her he did, like, start to kind of, like, learn her habits. And there's something about that being of your view, you know? Like, he yeah. really did start to, like, be into her. But then when he's... After she left, he goes to her room to look for clues on where she might be. He finds her book. Yeah. Her journal. And his first thought is, is, like, kind of chuckles because she wasn't supposed to have this. And, yeah. of course, she did. And then he starts to read it. And he is equal parts heartbroken for her because that was a very lonely existence Mm because she was alone and no one touched her and she hated herself because she couldn't touch anyone either and the first person that she actually killed was a toddler and it was on accident because he fell down and she went to go pick him up but because he was so little it didn't take too much and something about when she's using when she's touching you, she gets locked up too where she can't let go either. Yeah. 
and the baby ended up well the toddler ended up passing away and she like could not live with herself because it was an accident yeah and she meant to do good and it you know it is reflex when the t- to pick up a baby yeah. when they're crying and she was young when it happened, though. Like, she was also a little kid. Aww. And so then everyone kind of looked at her like she was a monster. And she had wrote this in her journal. And scary, kind of. And her parents, too. Like, there was a time when I thought my mom loved me, but I was never really sure. And so he understands that because he has a dad who doesn't really like him all that much. Like, he yeah. thinks he's a loser and blah, blah, blah. So he's heartbroken, but he also feels like they're, they are a lot alike. Mm-hmm. And about the guy that he shot in the head, right? He knew that guy. And he is like, it wasn't about stealing. I know he steals. I know a lot of my troops steal and I don't bust them yeah. for it. He's like, because times are hard and food is scarce and they do have families. So when I find out that extra boxes of rice have left the pantry... I fudged the numbers yeah. to where it doesn't look like extra boxes of rice have left the pantry. He's like, the reason why I shot that guy was because his wife and his babies have ended up in the hospital with broken bones and black eyes and bruises multiple times. Yeah. And I know that he's been beating his wife. But then when I found out that his ba- his kid was in the hospital with a broken arm and I knew he did it. Then it was time for him to go. Yeah. So then you're like, oh, well, that's not that bad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But protocol is, is that when somebody breaks the law, you wipe out the whole family to teach the other people not to do that. Because now you're not doing, if just you die, men would risk that. But they won't risk their wives and kids. Yeah. Moms won't risk their kids, but they would risk them. Yeah. So, you know, if you break the law and your kids are going to pay the price, you won't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Warren no or Aaron Warren knows that he knows that that's protocol but he didn't kill the wife and kids yeah when his dad shows up to like because you know he's been shot and the prisoners escaped so his dad shows up his dad asks why he didn't and he said he didn't really have an answer well while he was under his dad apparently killed the wife and kids Ah. and that's why Aaron hates him you know he was like I tried to save them and I didn't you know, I shouldn't have ever even they would have been alive if I didn't kill the husband. I thought I was doing them a favor. And so he really hates his dad for that. He's also like obsessed with cleanliness. So he's like, I can't stand walking around with socks on. Like he's like takes like eight showers a day. Mm-hmm. You just learn a lot about him and he becomes a lot more human. Yeah. Kind of reasonable on why he is the way he is. Yes. And he's obsessed with finding her. And you, at the beginning, you're like, (laughs) what a weirdo. But then you're, as you're reading it, you're kind of like. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Like, we'll see. Like, he did redeem himself because it was his point of view and whatnot. And he was, part of his thing with Juliet, too, is that he was trying to, like, tell her, like, don't be afraid of this. This is who you are. You could be powerful. You need to learn to control it. Yeah. He came off like he was using wanting her to learn how to control it to be a weapon. And I think that that might be like a small percentage of it. But I actually think that he was wanting her to do it because he started to care. Yeah. And he wanted her to have some sort of life. 
But you don't get that until it's his point of view. So her whole book, you're like, oh, he just wants to use you. He's weird. Like, I don't know how people like him. Why is he a book boyfriend? And then you get to his point of view and you're like, Okay. Yeah, but like to be the favorite, one of the favorite. Top three. Is weird. It is weird. Because like he does some very unredeemable things. So like one of the things that I left out was, you know, he's trying to get her, understand his power or understand her power. So he puts her in this room and he puts her in the room with a toddler and he is like, show me what you can do. And she won't. And she keeps like dodging this toddler. Right. And then he's pulls the gun out and is like, show me what you can do. I'm going to shoot him. Yeah, see, that's not And she was like, does it? And then they break them apart. So, like, the toddler doesn't die. But in that point, you're like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. You know? But then on his point of view, you find out none of that was real. He put her in a stimulator and made it. That was fake. He oh, didn't God. actually do that. See, there that's, wasn't. That's too much. Well, but, like, yeah. But then while you're reading her point of view, you're like you're unredeemable yeah and then you find out that it's fake he didn't actually do that and then in his head he was like it hurts my heart that people think i would actually do that i would never i would never do that but it's the persona he has to give to these other people to to survive but he's like offended that she doesn't know that i would never actually harm a child yeah and in fact i killed that other fucker for harming a child Mm mm-hmm so then you're kind of like, okay, but I can't get past it. Yeah. You know, and even the stim, I know it's not real. I know you didn't do it. I know it was just like a mind fuck, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know. I don't like things that dark, so I don't think it would be for me. But if you were into like darker settings. And I, and that's what I'm saying. Like this is a dystopia world, right? It's not like the only other dystopian book I think I read was the Divergent series and Hunger Games. And this is somewhere in the middle of both of those. Yeah. So, and obviously people like that. So that would be your kind of thing. And sometimes the seeing people's point of view in a different direction, that's kind of interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. And like you're saying is like, oh, he does actually redeem himself. He's misunderstood. But is it enough? You know what I mean? Because I haven't read the other book, so I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. Something must happen to make him... Top three. And all the time, like, it's not just like a one woman really liked him. No, he's all over the place. Maybe she keeps that kind of thing going, you know? So he does call her love. Like, he doesn't call her Juliet. He calls her love. And Mm -hmm. I know that, like, that's a thing. Like, people really like that. Yeah. But so on about... Or, so sorry. So on Goodreads, it got a 3.9 out of 5. On Books a Million, it got a 4.8 out of 5. Wow. I know. Who's the author? Ooh, I'm going to not say it right. Okay. I don't even know if I could even try it. it. Yeah. It's right here. Tahara Mafi? Maybe. I didn't even try it. That's probably it. Now, the writing style was really good. Like, you're not confused. I do feel like book one was a lot of world building. Like, not much happened. There's not too many characters. It was... Those getting kind of used to the setting to yes so i'm gonna give it a three out of five okay my reason is because it's a lot of world building not much happens it was really short but would you read the next one i am gonna read the next one yeah. i don't like that kind of setting i am I'm gonna read sorry. the next one 
I'm going to read the next. I'm going to read until I figure out why Is he's it, the book boyfriend. I would say like dark romance or dark sci-fi. I have zero or? idea, and that's I have not read enough sci-fi to be like, oh yeah, this is totally sci-fi. Yeah. I don't know. But I am going to read until I figure out why women are so obsessed with him. Yeah. Because I see him all the time. Like, not just every once in a while. All the time. When I'm on Bookstagram, I see him at least twice a day. That's weird. I haven't noticed that. So I don't pay attention real well. I'm going to read until I figure out why he is so popular. Yeah. And if that happens soon, that happens soon. If that doesn't, that doesn't. Okay. Yeah. So I give it a three. I do like, like, her and Adam are good together. She feels like she can trust him. He's got this cute little brother. They can touch. Like, that seems like it's important in a relationship. Yeah. You know, like, knowing. And it was kind of a twist because you would have thought Adam was the main one because they mm-hmm. can touch. Yeah. But then she finds out that Aaron can touch her, too. Yeah. And he's There's all kinds twist. of excited about yeah. that. Yeah. All kinds. <laughs> Well, well, I think it was just like a shock to him, too, that like, because in his point of view, he was really salty. Yeah. When he found out that Adam could touch her. Yeah. Really salty. Because he was already obsessed with her. Yes. Very, very salty. And then it finds out that he can, too. Maybe on Instagram, they can people can let us know. Oh, yeah. If you've read it, don't actually tell me. But let tell me us get there. What you're, why you love them so yes. much without giving anything away. And not only that, but I have seen other things that was like if you're going to battle who are you taking with you fantasy edition or book addiction book edition he's on there too they're taking him and i don't really understand why because like so far he hasn't done anything you know what i mean like he's clever he is clever and he runs like the sector yeah but like so far you've been shot you've been bamboozled like yeah. <laughs> oh, taken she, out of prison and put into another prison, basically. No, him. Like he's oh, been him. shot. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. been bamboozled. He's been hoodwinked. Like you're gonna take him. So there has to be something coming up that makes him super badass and super hot. Yeah. Did not get that in the first book. Okay. So maybe in the second one, I don't know. Maybe it's his like. Maybe he, How he handles. Stuff. I don't know. Maybe after like the turmoil, he re- he's like I'm done with this shit like he had or to be beaten down to be maybe brought back up. he leaves like maybe he finds the rebel group and is like leads them le- yeah. yeah like you be, never know because now you just met all these like maybe and like be. he hates his dad so like yeah. maybe he's like i hate that fucker too yeah you know he's not a part of the the good bad you never guys, know whatever. that's yeah. why i'm like interested because now i've asked myself like if he was really like dropping three-year-olds he would not be book boyfriend material no but everyone loves him, so we'll see what's going on there. Yeah. And again, like I said, I haven't read too many dystopian sci-fis to tell you if this, if you're into that, that this would be it. But if you read Hunger Games and Divergent and thought this was fun, I think you would read this and think it was yeah, okay. Yeah, probably. I well, think that this one would be okay. There are type of people that like that. I didn't like those that much. I read some of them, but... I read them... I liked the Hunger Games. I was interested in that one. I thought that that was, I think maybe that might have been my first dystopian book that I read was the Hunger Games. And I remember thinking like, that was kind of fun because I've never been there before. Uh, I liked it just the writing I think was so good in that one. And like she made it sound like, 
okay, like, well, what could these things be? Like, oh, they're in a clock. Oh, they're in this. Well, and also, how are you going to get out of this? Yes. Um, Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of Divergent because that just seemed too much to me. (laughs) Like, you can only be four things. Yeah. Like, what? What? Yeah. I don't want to be four things. Yeah. So, that wasn't it for me, but what do you think about my storytelling? Good. Yeah, no, Were you I confused? get it. No, okay. Mm-mm. A lot more happens, but I don't want to. No, I think that's good. I I don't want to say it in case it means something in the next book. Yeah, but then I that's feel weird leaving one. it out because what if I should have mentioned it? You know what I mean? I think it gives a good idea of what the book is like yeah. and if you'd like it or not. Yep, I would give it a three just because it's a, like I said, a lot of world building. Not much is a lot happens, but there's not. Well, too many and if characters. the series keeps going, I'm. I'm sure it gets higher than I that. I do think the second one will be better because she's with these rebels and they all have powers. So, like, what are and they we're doing? We're seeing where it's going, yeah. Yes. Like, I think that'll be kind of cool. And I think that now that we have Adam's... No, sorry. Aaron's point of view, maybe the next book will have... will go back and forth instead of half and half. And what's the name of this one again? This was called Shatter Me. Okay. And it's very popular. You've seen it. I'm going to show you the cover. You'll be like, oh, yeah, I've definitely Well, everybody seen on Katie's Instagram, bookish like that... Let her know why you love Shatter Me so much. You've seen that. I don't think so. Oh my gosh. Do you not? You're not on Bookstagram. I need to get more on it. I am a little, but. You're not on Bookstagram. It's pretty. It is pretty. That's why I picked that up. Yeah. I I was like, okay. And then I saw the cover and I was like, oh, that's this book? Okay. And then I read it and I was like, why do y'all like this psycho? (laughs) But we'll see. I don't know. He redeemed himself a little bit in his point of view, but not enough for me to be team anyone so far. Okay. I have looked up the aesthetic on Pinstagram, on Pinterest, though. There's an aesthetic on there? Yes. That means it's popular. It's really pretty. (laughs) It's really, really pretty. Let me show you a few. Because I've looked up some that the books seem pretty popular. There's no aesthetic yet on it. No, there is an aesthetic. And it's really pretty. I don't get it yet because I'm not there. Sometimes that helps you with the book. Those Pinterest aesthetics. Hold on one second. It's really pretty. Oh, yeah. I don't understand it, but it's pretty. Yeah. The next book, I bet. Yeah. But. Very dark, though. It was not the liveliest thing I read. I don't think that this is a beach read. No. <laughs> this is dead of winter. <laughs> this is definitely a cozy up by the fire, big thick blanket cozy read yeah. not a beach yeah i can see that. not a summer no read well, at all but unless that's what you want <laughs> on your beach read i also wouldn't recommend reading this one when you had distractions because there yeah. is a lot you know like i think that about war books like when people are doing like moves power moves you almost need it to be like concentrate yeah this is that's not, why I'm saying a winter read. A winter yes. read is like it's dark in your house, yes. you're all alone, and it's concentrate. Quiet. This yeah. is not a book that you could read, or I couldn't have read this with distractions, personally. So it was when the kids were in school. <laughs> I read this by myself at nighttime, yes. Yeah. By my salt lamp to get rid of the negative ions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, readers. Well, there you have it. Those are my deep thoughts by Shatter Me. Mm-hmm. And next week we are talking about another book. That's true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But I don't want to say what book because I don't 
often publish these in order. Yeah. It's kind of whatever comes up. Just keep coming back. I promise we'll read more books. (laughs) So we'll talk to you later, readers. Bye. Bye.